Hi, this is Day for Night with Caridad Switch, a series that looks at the intersection between theater and poetry and the edgelands in the wilderness. In today's episode, uh, I'm going to be reading from Life Jacket, which uh, I think I read another section of it many episodes back now, it feels like years ago. <laughs> but not really years ago. Uh, but I've been working on it recently with some performers. And what's fascinating about theater is that when you're working with actors and they are embodying your text, it's almost as if the text is revealing itself to you as a writer. And this is certainly the case with, uh, I've been in rehearsal all day uh, uh, with the play and uh, suddenly was revealing itself. Things in the play were kind of revealing itself to me. And so I wanted to look at a scene that actually uh, contains that revelation, at least, if, if anything, just for me. <laughs> so, uh, so I'm going to read a scene from my play Life Jacket, and here it goes. And one thing I will say is it's about two friends. They're on a boat. They're adrift in the waters of America. How you know someone's lying? How you know what's true? My old lady used to say truth is in the air and what it smells like joke to me because when you're a kid everything's a joke especially if you're living what some would call a quiet kind of life the town is small but you live near the water unless you're on some resort somewhere what you got is what you got smell of boarded up houses slow cooking diners and slabs of bacon on the barbecue in someone's backyard in the summer my old lady worked at the fishery till it went under. She knew tackles and baits like the back of her hand, and she could smell bullshit from 10 miles away. But the thing is, we love our bullshit. Because how else would we live? Or should I say, how else would we dream? My friend and I have been wrestling to hide off each other for years. And we've lied to each other more times than I can count on one hand, but we still call ourselves friends. That day on the boat, we were spent. I'd worked all week at the one factory still left in this town, and my hands were a right mess. Boxes, you see. I work at a packing place, and my line is box assembly. They're gonna put in robots soon. Humans too slow for the number of boxes that need to be put together. I guess I should shout hallelujah. It still hurts knowing some robot is better than me. Hell, I no plan B. Once this job cuts out, I got nothing. Learn new skills, my friend says. I'm not so good with learning new things. I tried a new language once. I 
just about killed me. That day on the boat, everything smelled of death. I kept saying, we should throttle back. But my friend swore left and right that the thump on the hall was nothing but a lie. Stupid, selfish lie. He got into a kind of fight that even Ahab and Moby Dick would have cried about. The golden helm started thrashing on the floor of the boat, arms flailing, wood creaking every which way, minds thick with beer, and memories of a thousand Sundays. Person at old playground injuries, fucking cellar parties, and the awful sweaters we wore to church that one time. We were both stoned to the gills and in desperate need of shut-eye. We swore our hate. We scratched our sadness. We bit into the rage that had fueled us both for years. Not looking. How the sky kept turning black. How the boat kept rushing forward. And how if we really wanted to end things, all we had to do was stink the air our dark, messy truths. All at the last Sunday of all the Sundays we'd ever see again. And that's from Life Jacket. And that will be today's episode. Short episode. Um, But if you're listening up there, thanks for listening. As always, this is about you and I in this theater. You there, dark, and I here wondering who you are. If you wish to click on the listener support button on whatever platform you're listening on, please do, and more work will come. Thanks for listening today for night.